0: I'm Jordan Rayner, and this is The Word Before Work. Today we're reading from Deuteronomy 8, 17-18. Here's what it says. You may say to yourself, My power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, For it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. If God is the one who gives us the ability to produce wealth, then he alone gets to dictate what we do with financial excess, whether it's abundance from a paycheck or profit from a business. As I've dug into the life of one of my heroes, Arthur Guinness, and his descendants, it's clear that they understood this truth deeply. Generation after generation, the Guinnesses have been marked by their extraordinary generosity to people inside and outside of their brewery. But it's their generosity towards their own team which stands out the most to me. In addition to paying wages 10-20% to higher than average, Guinness has been known to provide employees with everything from subsidies for funeral expenses to educational benefits, paying for kids' college education, and of course a guaranteed two pints of Guinness beer each and every day. These types of benefits might seem standard to us today, but Guinness has been providing many of them since the 1700s, a time in which such corporate generosity was totally unheard of. In the words of one Guinness biographer, quote, the generosity of Guinness seemed unlimited, end quote. Nowhere is this more evident than in what the firm did in the late 1800s. So at that time, Dublin was really the Calcutta of its day, a city that was beset with filth and disease. One young Christ following doctor named John Lumsden believed that Guinness could be part of the city's solution. Lumsden had these radical ideas at the time about public health care and the duty that corporations had to the poor. So the board at the Guinness Company hired Lumsden ...to come on board as the company's chief medical officer. That's when Lumsden proposed something unthinkably audacious. Understanding that in the crammed slums of Dublin, housing was the key to public health, Lumsden proposed that the Guinness Board allow him... To go visit the home of every single Guinness employee and report back with a recommendation for what the company could do to help solve this public health crisis. So with the board's approval, Lumsden visited 1,752 homes in just 60 days, representing nearly 10,000 employees and dependents. In his final report, Lumsden recommended the board take seven incredibly costly actions, including building quality homes that the company's staff could rent at subsidized rates, allowing them to escape Dublin's slums. Most corporations wouldn't see public housing as a problem they were responsible to fix. Even if they did, Wasn't Guinness already generous enough with their people and with their community? The Guinnesses obviously didn't think so. Due to the faith of their founders and their understanding that they did not create their wealth in the first place, the Guinnesses approved most of John Lumsden's plans and were credited largely for lifting untold numbers of Dubliners out of poverty. Now listen, you may not have financial excess the size of a corporation like Guinness, but most of us will see some financial abundance as a result of the work God does through us. May we be people who, like Guinness, allow the recognition that God alone produces wealth shape how we steward our own abundance. Today's devotional only scratches the surface of how God's word connects to our work. If you want to go deeper, sign up for my free 20-day devotional called The Word Before Work Foundations at TWBWFoundations.com. These email devotionals are designed to help you gain a rich understanding of the biblical narrative of work How exactly your work matters for eternity and what those truths mean for how we ought to work today. You can sign up right now again for free at TWBWfoundations.com.